0: Okay, we're live, this is a Michael later it's Saturday night, Saturday, 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 Saturday night, very special guests, tonight here with us, before we're going to introduce them, it's a, it's a one-of-a-time show, Lucas, you might, um, we can do this later, but um you're going to have to move the camera just a little bit, so the, the love of the screen doesn't like make me so look so dark, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. This podcast tonight is presented to you by Afloat Wellness. Yes, they are the sponsors of the show as well. And Afloat Wellness is right on 179 Algoma Street. It's a three-float tank float center open seven days a week. You can book your float right now at float.floathelm.com. Booking! And that's how easy it is. Lucas shows you you go on Instagram on that link. And then you book your day, maybe tomorrow morning at 12.30. You can do 90 minutes or 60 minutes floats. How that works, it's a zero-gravity salt water tank and you go in there it has a huge lid lucas find that on instagram so people know what that is and it's about zero gravity reduce the stress let go meditate anything you can do there's music there's light you can leave the pot open you don't have to close it and it's a one-of-a-kind experience
1: very very good try the party mode <sighs> the party mode can the dogs yeah, you- go in there if you can hit that light button so. like as many times as oh. you can real quick, the lights start flashing. No. Yeah. And then they flash all different colors. I discovered that last time I floated.
0: Okay. That's what's a good time then, Lucas. Very. Yeah. Inquire about the membership. Membership you get one float a month. It's the best possible price solution and as well they roll over and they don't expire A float wellness book now also this episode of the podcast brought to you by poco mas the satellite deletion by altres built your own burrito with rice bowl and taco salad and on saturday mornings that was today you get at the goods and co-market you get the breakfast burritos yeah they're there now you go and buy them and enjoy them look at that that's a handful that's more than a handful that's probably two hands and the sauce, what's the sauce there, do you know? No idea. I, I want to know what that sauce is, but that looks good. It's a breakfast burrito. Pokomas running by El Trace. The team and El Trace is also open. Go on El Trace. Delivery through Uber Eats. Click on that, please. No, you tripped. You tripped. did a Pokemas. Oh. Yeah. No, not El Trace. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. There you go. And then or and then you can i just want to show the menu quick but i guess you have to enter your address where do you live lucas there you go Oh, you have to take... Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's how it is, though. And then you have the menus. Everything is right there. And we're going to link that all up on social media for you. And you can check it out. It's been totally revamped for Ontario. Because we know where we live. And there are certain restrictions that the restaurants are doing everything they can to survive right now. Also, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Raphael's Tailoring. Sewing and alteration, high-end tailoring, and your retail store. It's all there at 905 Tankston Street. Yes, that's across the Persian man for those cut from a different cloth. That's his hashtag. It's one of the best hashtags I've come across. Raphael's tailoring. Follow me now on Instagram and Facebook. And also anything you need. Sewing machine, bow tie, suspenders. They they even have those, you know, those when you have those leather shoes and you need to put something into the leather shoes so they don't, like, they hold their form. What is that called, Lucas? The
1: insoles? No. no. Or it, like the... It's the, a
0: device. You, it's a spring-loaded.
1: It has a wood... I, a, I know what you're talking about. But I, yeah. I don't you don't know, know what name. it's called? No. What? <laughs>
0: wow. Well, look that up, please. Later. And then let me know. But they do it all. Raphael's tailing. He's sourcing everything. He... Does and can from ontario like those suspenders they are made in canada and they are the best the absolutely best also this episode of of the podcast is brought to you by one time brew one time brew right now tap room is closed however you can walk in and shop they have this little area there right by the fridge and you can pick up some merch you can buy gift cards they also have the gralos now that's new and everything is there for you chocolate hacks is sold out we still have one can left I don't know who's going to drink it. It's going to be here right now, treasured. And right now you can buy and get L is for lasers. Is the doggy taking off?
2: Um, No, he's trying to drink the water bottle. Oh, I thought it would be okay. good to chew on. Do you have an empty one
0: there? An empty one? Okay, and finish this. Right yeah, back. real no quick. No
2: Okay. Just because if, if not, this one's on my lap. That's it.
1: Oh, he's really going to town? Yeah, right. and
2: it, now there's a hole in it, so that'd be great. Here
1: you go. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the water
0: bottle, it's there. And One Time Brew is there for you. What's the address? Lucas... 415,
1: Fort William Road.
0: That's right. And you can go and order online or you stop by there right now. Yes. They have this LED light right at the beginning. When you drive down, you can always see if they're open or not. It's perfect. So, let's go. Episode 204 very special guests tonight. This is the one and only, I think first, we've done this and I love it. This is how we do it here at the Michaelator. This is episode 204. Please give it up to the Doc Classroom tonight. We got Emilia and
3: Anne-Marie here. Yes.
0: (laughs) And Pazzo. And Pazzo. Most (laughs) important. Wow, It's it's a team, right?
3: Mm. And his water bottle. And his water
0: bottle. He's, he's 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 gonna he's gonna love this water bottle. Wow!
2: I just don't need him to eat any parts of
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you think he would get that off? Probably, well, right? He's
2: working at getting the lid off. We're okay. Mm. We're good, good thing we have a vet tech then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. A vet tech? Yes. yes. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. What are you not then? That's yeah. a
2: lot. When it comes to the dog world, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: How do like dogs? are very special right absolutely and and, you know working with dogs every day that's super special too yeah i love it (laughs) what what better day is there than to wake up is it do you have any dogs
2: Myself. Yes. I have five, five dogs. (laughs) I do.
0: Do they all sleep in the bed? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the five, right? It's too much then? Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I have three, but I just bought a king bed. So
0: king size bed. Yeah. That's nice.
3: And the little one sleeps under the covers. It's perfect.
1: Mm. Okay. But where do you sleep?
3: I in don't a, think it in really matters. and <laughs> <laughs> a sliver on the edge of the bed.
0: Yeah. It's amazing how, like, you know, you go to bed. We let Patsu sometimes on the bed. And we, and we want him to be there f- full time once he's fully potty trained. And he just... He's so good in sleeping and biting the water bottle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. not trying to
2: sleep while he's biting the water, water bottle. bottle. No, no. Keep but it up better the water bottle than my finger. So yes. Okay.
0: Which is a really good like trick for training, right? In a Just way. Just redirecting.
2: Yeah. 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 That's is, yep. is
0: that passive or is this active because there's this i saw that reel and we shared it right because you said there was a message of you want the dog to do something like this but then you you reward him when the dog doesn't do it
3: yeah the incompatible behavior i called it
0: ah the incompatible behavior
3: yeah so they can't physically be doing behavior a if you're asking them to do behavior B, so in the real, Henry doesn't social media, so she'll be hearing this for the first time too. <laughs> yeah, we can show. Um, her. Oh, he'll show <laughs> the real person. Put this on the big screen. Oh, perfect. That's better. Yeah. It's the third one there.
4: Yeah.
0: Struggling with your dog, yeah, but what you your dog read nicely, yeah. Okay, so in order to get there, reinforce and encourage, yeah, and then read the caption, Ah.
3: Yeah. So in the example for the real that I did, it was sit. As far as a replacement behavior for jumping because they can't physically be jumping on you if they are sitting
0: mm-hmm. so. ah, okay yeah we did this with patsuna we did this when we are outside and the kids are playing because he's like supposedly Corky's hurt they do yeah uh, and then they they nip the the legs of the cows or the sheep <laughs> to like follow yeah. this direction and every time he doesn't chase the kids, I give him a treat and tell him he's really good. Like I see that he wants to, and then I get his attention and then he doesn't go for it and give him a treat and then he's good to go. Yeah, and, so and- he
3: can't chase the kids if he's turning around and coming to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? So that's similar then?
3: Yeah, and he can't chew the fingers
2: if he's chewing the water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's redirecting. It's trying to give him something to do that you want him to do mm-hmm. rather than chase the kids, right?
0: Right, because yeah. he's going to go all out. He's going to yeah. hurt the kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you can train him some more behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Sits, downs. Yeah. Spin.
0: Oh, yeah. Without spin.
2: Yeah. Also have a good recall, which is what you're starting. Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've, yeah. We we've mostly have him in the backyard at the moment because of the salt. We try to like oh, have him yes. there a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, the recall is pretty cool because he just. It works right now still. Yeah. But they go through puberty too, right? They, where they yeah. is that like Is that familiar or similar to humans where they're just like a little bit like, what's going on?
3: Yeah, we actually have an entire workshop about that. Oh, yes? <laughs> uh, yeah It's called Surviving Adolescence because <laughs> you have to survive it, right? And um, we have a social worker who's a good client and friend of ours, uh, Julia MacArthur. Shout out. Maybe mm. she'll come on the podcast. Sounds good. Um, she talks about basically the research that is behind animal and and dog specific puberty versus humans and the similarities and the differences and it's okay it's it's very similar in some regards for sure yeah like we actually just played it um this
2: week for our clients because unfortunately we're not able to do group classes right now so we're trying to keep them busy Mm -hmm. so we um Amelia went on what
3: was that, Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday yeah. I did a zoom and went over the presentation and- very yeah. nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you have adopted your classes obviously already before, but now again to what you have to do. Yeah. 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 Was it like was it a big step to bring everything or some stuff online or was that easy? Like some people adopt it really quick and then they find like yeah, this is actually actually works. And it's not the best. It's not maybe not the same, but it works, right?
2: Well, I think right now we're just trying to offer them different topics and stuff. Last year we had to, we literally put the classes online and the okay. curriculum. Oh, wow. Yeah, so right That's now awesome. we're just trying to offer them extra. We're keeping our fingers crossed mm-hmm. over the next few weeks. But I think if it's postponed, then we'll be going online yeah
3: Yeah. and I think also like a lot of there's a lot of dog training that is done online like for super fearful dogs and stuff where they wouldn't Mm. necessarily benefit from coming into a room with a bunch of other dogs yeah it
0: would be too much
3: and we have um like our reactive dog class right now is purposely online like that was pre-planned it's it went online for the winter because we Mm. can't work outside in January in Thunder Bay yeah
0: it's (laughs) cold right
3: yeah so they're still they're working at home they're learning online and then they can put the skills into practice, mm. you know, on their walks and whenever they're out and about.
0: Yeah, I love that. And then you still have a program, though, right now that you can do, right? The the walking or the, what was oh, it? Oh,
2: right. We were talking about that beforehand. Um, yeah, we do a walk-in in recall class. Yeah. So um, this is actually the first year that we're sort of doing a winter mm. version. Yeah. Um, normally, we would take a break um, January, February, just because of the cold but uh, we let everybody know that we would be out there, but uh, we're taking it week to week. So if we have a colder week, then we might have a shorter session, but we're also be in the bush. And that way, when we're walking Mm. off leash, the dogs can have, uh, keep themselves warm. The movement, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. They can be running and stuff. So we really tried to make sure that the dogs were able to be off leash and I'm quite lucky as I do have some acreage at my place. So oh, okay. I'm able to host it there. Nice. Yeah. That's so perfect. it's like a, it's like an open dog park sort of thing. So, um, that way we stay warm, the dogs stay warm because they're running and playing and then mm. everybody's exercise. So it's great.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. And exercise is so important.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Being because active. yeah especially in the winter the dogs still need to be exercised right yeah yeah
0: yeah all all of us yeah, yeah. right
2: well it gets us out too i'd have to say <laughs> definitely gets me out so.
0: yeah when do the dogs say at, like at six o'clock they say i gotta go outside like you have five dogs are they all going at the same time
2: you mean in the morning or yeah are, you, talking you, are
0: you able to sleep in sometimes oh yeah
2: they sleep in oh they do yeah they're nice you nice. trained yeah. them <laughs> i i get to sleep in i don't yeah, yeah. Wow. i'm not sure yeah with mm. amelia's dog they get her up early but i think mine sleep in 10 ish we could oh. do 10. oh wow yeah.
0: that's nice yeah. when they go out last like at midnight yeah, 11 something. or 12. Yeah. I have
2: to say they're pretty good because I think my youngest is three years old now and my oldest is eight. Wow. So we're not really in puppy stage. That's You're good. a little more in puppy stage. with
3: Nuggie's three.
2: Nuggie. Nuggie's three. Nuggies my three? She's, she's three? still in puppy stage. She is, yeah. She. She yeah. very
3: much likes to get up in the middle of the night sometimes and thinks it's time to play tug or mm. <laughs> um she does well she's really small so she has to go to the bathroom she has to go to the bathroom when we get up but. Oh,
0: is that a thing like the the um, just allow me this because i honestly don't know but I, i'm curious so bigger dogs don't have to go as often as small dogs or that doesn't make any difference
3: well, I think for bigger dogs, they're just able to hold it a little bit longer because okay. physically they have the capacity, oh. whereas her bladder is like a it's super tiny. tiny, yeah, that yeah. makes sense.
0: Ah. We're just gonna insert this little break here. Thoughts it was going away and in the bottle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have to get rid of the bottle. <laughs>
0: no, it's just like there was no way I could talk over this. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I'm amazed. You know, it's so good to see how how comfortable and you take him in and you know you you have all those tricks up your sleeve
2: give him
3: a cookie
0: yeah.
2: yeah i guess it's a natural habit yeah yeah
0: do you feel like you speak dog
2: i feel like i do yeah yeah
0: that's what i you know that's what i feel
2: yeah i think i've been around them enough live with them cohabitate because mm-hmm. right now my uh, dogs outnumber my human people in the house so yeah
0: yeah yeah that's okay
2: yeah Yeah.
0: I always thought as a child, we had, uh, we had those Caesar dogs. They're on the Caesar food, Ah, the white ones, West, Uh, West East, West West Highland white. Yeah. Yeah. We had one of those, my mom wanted one. And it's just like, I always thought that dog understands everything I say to him. Very smart. And like, she would talk back to me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then, oh, there they are. Yeah. Really like what a companion. Yeah. And then also so much more though too, right? Friends, family. Yeah. It's like everything combined together.
3: Yeah. I call them my furry kids. Yes. Yes. I like to think of them as family members. I'm not on board with the fur babies thing, but mm. <laughs> yeah. I do think of, like they are, they're your family, right? They yeah. really are.
0: Lots of people still get, sometimes they still get first the puppy and then they have kids. Like yes. Like new couples or yes. married people. Yeah. You know, it's always like good to, that's a good experience for a couple too.
2: To have to take care of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah. it's not like, oh, I have to do the dishes or I have to bring out the garbage. No. It's a, it's like, it's a wonderful being.
2: Yes. Is that what you did? What? Did you have dogs first? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I did I had uh, two dogs. Yeah. And then, then had the kids. Yeah.
0: Mm, two dogs? Like, did you breed? No. Okay.
2: No. I got my lab while I was still in tech school. And then my bull mastiff... I think um, when I was home after I was working about a year, I think they were about three years apart. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then settled in, had kids, and then. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a totally different game of kids and dogs.
2: Yeah. But I always say to people when I talk about raising puppies or dogs with kids, their relationship with the kids is awesome. Mm -hmm. And it changes as the kids change and the relationship changes. Like my daughter's relationship with the different dogs is different than my son's relationship,
0: Mm.
2: right? And they have a tendency to bond with one or the other.
0: Why is that? Is it like a character thing?
2: It is, it's a personality thing, right? Like some personalities hit it off over than other than um, others. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not
0: a smell thing. It's just like, you know.
2: I think it's just yeah, the way they bond or the way they um interact. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Yeah. Interact. So, my son definitely interacts different than my daughter does with the dogs. Mm-hmm. I need to go down, baba. He's
3: going to see Lucas, I think. I yeah, think
0: he is. You want to go over to Lucas. Get the get that live shot jumping off the couch. Oh. No, very politely.
3: Oh, he's so cute. He still now. Yeah, and I think, I mean, just on the on the topic of the dogs and bonding with different personalities, like thinking of our own dogs and everything, like they have their own personalities. And it's mm-hmm. very interesting. Like once you get to kind of know when you have your own dog, uh, you learn every little thing about them. And you learn, like we just did a newsletter and we asked people, like, what are your favorite quirks about your dog? Mm. And we got so many that were so cute and so funny. And they're just such little individuals. And it's it's really great to to see their little personalities come through.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Pazzo I, sleeps now through the night.
3: That's a good thing.
0: He goes out last time, last around midnight and then he's there till like, he's good till
3: 5.36. Good. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And then he, get, he gives us another two hours. If, if, well, he gives Lisa another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm up. But You're that, up with him. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, we make it work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's good. It's teamwork. I got the night shift. That's, how, right. that's, that's how it goes. Might as well do that.
3: Yeah. Everybody has their little routine, I guess, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's finding the routine that works for everybody too. But that's what puppies need, right? You guys have found your routine and it's working for everybody.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like all like when we first got him every, every, it felt like every minute take him outside. But, yes. Right. It does. Because you know, you want to help the dog too. You want to help Patsu or whoever it is to empower them because you don't want you don't you know if he, because you're teaching him if the pat, patty if the pads first if you use them how do you feel about those pads, anyways? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing for you from your personal experience? I'm
2: looking at Amelia to see if she wants to answer I, it first.
3: I don't think it's a good or a bad thing personally. Mm-hmm. Like I think for, for like a larger breed dog, I haven't ever really recommended them because oh, okay. I find it can make it harder sometimes for potty training. Like if you teach the dog to go in the house on a soft surface then you take the pee pad away and then they might go on your rug, Okay. right? But they for continue. my, my yeah. personal sanity with Nuggie, when she was little, mm-hmm. it was, um, I know she has to go and I just don't want to get up. So I'm going to put out the pee pad at night. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm in trouble, but yeah, no, but it worked for me. And yeah. we did that for the first little while and she doesn't have them anymore. Mm-hmm. That was when she was a baby baby. Yeah,
2: yeah. but there's, there's no accidents on rugs or anything? No. No. Mm. Yeah. I, I tell people to get rid of them. Okay. I tell puppy owners, the tricky thing is getting a puppy, which you did mm. winter. Yeah. Right. Hardest time to go out. And it depends on maybe whether your breeder mm-hmm. brought the puppies out at all.
0: I think she did
2: that's a good thing yeah right so it's not sort of the first thing but i find right away if people are having issues with house training i tell them to get rid of the pee pads right away because it's Mm. a bit confusing Uh, okay yeah and um to go right outside so i actually got my chihuahua in february and she was one pound when i got her yeah so we tried the pee pad thing wouldn't and my hint to everybody is straw Oh. so and i still do this she's six years old you put i put straw out the door mm-hmm. she goes out i yeah. can pick him up
0: i can take him too if you want
2: um yeah, amelia Tula. he wants likes her straw outside the door yeah so the thing is um she goes out she doesn't freeze her feet because they're not in the snow mm-hmm. she goes on her straw which for them it's natural perfect something to pee and poop on she runs out does her business comes right back in yeah so i swear by it
0: oh that's good yeah it's like a chicken almost like chicken they do <laughs> yeah. they do straw too or, yeah. or horses right yeah they it, do yeah anything
2: yeah wow. yeah but uh she's done really well with that and uh yeah i haven't really had luck with pee pads i tell mm. people to to get rid of them so it's not like an in-between step because if not then i found some people of they'll actually go pee on like if you leave a towel yeah. on yeah. the ground or it's a confusing. little area rug it is confusing yeah. because it's a texture thing and it's not their fault
0: mm-hmm. right yeah because they are used to do it and then, yeah. and then there's a certain spot inside the house and then oh where is it oh well there's another one all right i'm good to yeah. go yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah exactly so they see, see the bath mat and they go wow like that looks like something i should be going to the bathroom on." Mm.
2: you
0: yeah. could do but the bottle if you want to so,
3: i'm gonna try this one
2: yeah. we're not making as much noise um but, yeah, you have the right idea because you're going out the same door. Mm-hmm. You're going to the same spot. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he'll get to now? do the stairs, right? He doesn't do the stairs yet? Uh, the we try not
0: there. to do as much. Like, we all try to catch him. He's quick. But yeah. because for the hips and the leg and the joints, I think it's really bad when they're young to do that, right? He's okay. okay.
2: As long as he's not doing it laps up and down the stairs.
0: Yeah, I don't think he can go down yet. I don't <laughs>
2: think he can either. Yeah. I find long. they go up stairs before mm-hmm. they go down yeah. i think it's a depth perception thing too oh, okay yeah, yeah but some
0: dogs don't even they don't like they can't perceive depth depth depth, depth. depth. <laughs> yeah they just yeah. they just look and then they want to go like yeah you want to jump off the couch and i was like no you don't
2: yeah because <laughs> the lack of depth perception yeah <laughs> yes.
0: is it yeah. an age thing yeah okay yep
2: mm. yep they start to develop i i tell people that they're oh
0: that's all good oh oh only that cable. Yeah,
2: no, that's mm. probably an expensive cable there. Um, that I find that their vision is sort of one of the last senses. Because oh. remember, their best senses are smell and hearing, right? That's correct. They never really see as well. Um, it's funny because we were talking about, I was on a conference today, mm-hmm. and uh, they were t- actually talking about how dogs see. They There's now an app.
0: Ooh, Lucas, look that up.
2: Um, that you can download the app and what you do is show it how a dog would see it. Mm. So they're actually discovered that there's more colors that they see. Oh, they do. Yeah. And because uh, sometimes
0: on the TV, they like in dog shows, they, sh- they show some kind of perception.
2: Yes. And, but it's more fuzzy. Oh, Look at you go. I found that so quick.
0: Yeah. He has it.
2: I think so. Yeah. Uh, it said that
0: dog yeah. vision HD.
2: I think so. They uh, didn't actually say the name of the app, but they said it's there. Uh, yeah. Cause look at the fuzzy, okay. look at how it's fuzzy. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Do you see that?
2: Yeah. And we see it a lot clearer. They see it fuzzy okay, with so not as many colors. Yeah. Cause
0: they don't wear glasses.
2: Yeah. Like if them. I didn't have my yeah. glasses or my contacts, that's what it would look like to me. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. sort of neat. Right. But we always know it's not their best sense. Right.
0: Hmm. Do we have any questions in the, in the chat? Where are we going
1: about this? No, but those, uh, things you put oh. in shoes are called shoe trees.
0: Ah, Jeff Morley again, <laughs> he knows. Shoe, tree, shoe, shoe trees, never, trees. never would've got that. Yeah, because no. some leather shoes, they just, you want to yeah. have that perfect form, right? It's the same with not just man shoes, female shoes do that too, right?
2: I think, um, when you have like tall leather boots, yeah. I'm really? pretty sure. Yeah. You get them for, yeah. are you
1: hot? I need a pair, like <clears throat> a set of shoe trees for my sneakers.
3: Are you a sneaker person? You collect. uh oh, he has to
1: poop, not. Does he? Maybe. Well, he's usually there. I think he's hot. I okay. think. We'll mm-hmm. put
3: him back down.
2: Though.
1: Yeah, I
0: can take him over here.
1: Yeah. I'm not a sneakerhead, but I'm starting a collection.
3: Hey, what's up, Missy? Oh, I think maybe. <laughs> Podcasting at the puppy. Mm. He says, "I don't know what I want." Want to come back up?
0: Hey, I got a one treat. He's gonna kind of actually told
3: it to me. What are you eating, Google?
1: You know what we should have invested in, Michael? A puppy cam.
3: I have one of those. I love it.
1: Strapped it to his collar just up above his head.
3: There's a GoPro harness that you can put on them, which we actually did once. And we put it on the dogs and had them run through an agility course.
1: I think I've seen that or something similar yeah, the yeah. but,
3: but the
2: tricky thing nice. is yeah. the harness you have to put it on a large dog yeah not a little dog
1: oh
0: yeah yeah
2: but it's super cool I keep saying we have to do more of it but we haven't quite done it we do we
3: have mm. the GoPro we just need to for do the it. agility yeah. training
0: agility agility yeah I can't pronounce that correctly that's okay. but that's impressive stuff
3: yeah yes. that's my favorite I yeah. like agility yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> does it take a special dog or a special breed for that or is any dog suitable for that
3: mm-hmm. No, actually, we just did uh, an Instagram Live on that, and I've seen probably, I don't know, if there's every every different breed, size, whatever, of dog. No. Um, there's lots of corgis, actually, that do agility. Real. Oh, that's Nuggie. In the there video is, there. um, there's
2: a, a lady in the Duluth that oh, yeah. would yeah. come up to trials, and she, she had two or three, I think she ran. Yeah, and oh, they were my.
3: really, really good.
2: Because these guys are fast and they're low.
0: Yeah, they have very short legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can jump too. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Oh,
0: wow.
3: they yeah. just keep the bars lower because they have the long back, so mm-hmm. you don't want to do injuries or anything. But yeah, um, we have dogs in class that are special needs. We have really big dogs. We have a Great Dane in agility right now. We've got nuggy sized dogs. We got all. That. We have a whole small dog agility program
2: mm-hmm. for
3: the small little ones. Um, lots of like all my dogs are rescue dogs. They've all done agility. Purebred wow. dogs in there. Confidence um, building. Yeah. Huge confidence building
0: because of the connection with the with the person or just individ- both both eh?
2: Both, because you're both learning different things and interacting with different things and when they interact with something we get super excited and happy uh, so they want to keep doing things that make them happy
0: yeah he doesn't want to sit with me
1: at
2: all no <laughs> he's
3: like
1: what the heck michael
3: <laughs> you don't have a water bottle to chew on <laughs>
1: yeah maybe you want some Terramana.
0: i can go upstairs and give him a little bit of water maybe that's going to comfort him
3: other- Do you have a, a bully stick or something uh, we should have brought him a little chewy. we should have
0: oh the chew, the chewing thing yeah I don't have that
3: here just put that in your chocolate
0: you think that's gonna work yeah okay I, I can you can it?
3: improvising
0: it's just water
3: oh he's looking up the bully sticks yeah bully sticks are great for keeping them busy because it takes them a really long time to get through it
0: at any age that's okay
3: uh, that's a bad question
2: uh, yeah, as long as um, I would say small amounts at a time. Like, I wouldn't want this little one to eat a huge one because he might get diarrhea. Mm. Yeah, okay. so just for a little bit at a time.
1: Yeah, maybe I should take that advice too because <laughs> I ate a whole one in the sitting.
2: I knew that was coming. Yeah.
0: yeah. You ate something like this?
2: He's Don't been, you? Maybe he's thinking that we're talking about oh. beef jerky or something. Oh. Yeah.
1: No, I'm just a real bad comedian. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Uh, Do you yeah. want more? Uh,
3: let's
2: see. I think that's sort of what he needed.
1: I think so.
3: Yeah. So the on. bully sticks and the kongs are great for puppies.
0: Yeah, the kongs are cool too. You can put peanut butter those Kong balls. Yeah. You put peanut butter in the middle, and Get, then yeah,
3: you know, and more creative it. than that
0: you are more creative than that
2: i say yeah i like when people get more creative ah, okay than the peanut butter yeah, you
0: put it in the freezer right
2: yeah, yeah. i Make have it an harder. instagram
3: reel on that too
0: oh <laughs> that's amazing That's a good trick i don't know where these are you from.
2: can actually if you um sign on to their newsletter on kong apparently every month they send out a new recipe oh there's
3: mine mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i'm boring i do cable and water for a lot yeah. of them that's perfect though but you can do, like, cream cheese. Well, I you put tuna in there. I put tuna in there. I think I might have done cream cheese as well. Mm. Yogurt? was an interesting one. Yogurt, mm-hmm. yes. Um, okay, okay. Wet oh, yes, food.
0: I want to take them outside real quick. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. You can run the show, right? Uh,
1: uh, oh, we sure. can talk about dogs forever. Yeah, let's talk about dogs. So, what kind of dogs do you have?
3: Um, I have three. So, I have a 12-and-a-half-year-old uh German Shepherd mix. I have a ten and a half year old German Shepherd Husky mix and then I have a three year old Chihuahua mix.
1: Oh wow. So you got like the whole spectrum of sizes.
3: Yeah. Well the other two are probably like close to fifty five, yeah. sixty pounds. And then the little one is eight pounds. So
1: Yeah I could imagine the little one's probably like a big big handful compared to the <laughs> is she
3: ever yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. Aside goodness. from the
1: husky. Those huskies are
3: Yeah. He's, the, he's the good one. He's my sweetheart. He's the favorite. <laughs> you can't say that. No. But no, Marie, you should tell him about your dog. I can tell yeah. you about, I can go from small. Go from size. Go yeah. from
2: size. Okay. Um, Chihuahua. Miniature poodle. Jack Russell cross. Um, These are all separate dogs. Yeah. Yep. Border Collie. Yes. Border Collie Husky cross and standard Poodle.
1: Well, wow. did, did you ever like cut the Poodle into like the classic? No. Poodle. Good.
2: No. Once <laughs> I cute. somewhat considered doing a bit of a Mohawk on his head, but mm. that was about it. Yeah.
1: Dope. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's who's right now. Lisa said she's taking him. Ah, yeah.
3: We've lost her. Teamwork. Privileges. Mother
0: instincts, right? <laughs> she got L- Lisa wanted always. To have a Corky. That was like her childhood dream. Aww. So, you know, sometimes those things happen. Yeah, worked out well.
3: <laughs> for her, yes. <laughs> yes. And for the whole family. She wanted the puppy. She got
0: the puppy. Yeah, we, we thought we'd do a Christmas puppy, but like it didn't work out with the timing. So we just told the boys, hey, uh, Santa Claus dropped something off at the airport early for you guys. And then, and then we went and picked it up.
4: Right. So that it worked. Was good. It worked in a way. Yeah. It
0: was a little bit early, but. Yeah. You know, st- too loud. like it's impossible to hide a puppy inside the house for like two weeks.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, I don't do think it, that's a secret impossible. you can keep. <laughs> Definitely oh, yeah.
0: not. Otherwise, you like what that's like that's would be really magical, though. Like on Christmas morning, you come downstairs and there's a dog that's it would be
2: that's, that's in the movies. That's yeah. in the movies, yeah. where it? the dog just sleeps in the box until the child opens the box.
0: Yeah, yeah. did you watch the remake on Disney Plus with the the the? the um, the the beauty and uh, the beauty and uh, the stray the stray dog
3: lady and the tramp yeah yes (laughs) I was (laughs) just like where are we going
0: yeah this is like German to English translation yeah it doesn't work but the remake actually on like it's all animated
2: I was gonna ask you if it was animated or if it was the dogs
0: no it was no more comic but it was like they made the dogs like
3: like a CGI dog
0: yeah they had huge human eyes and mm-hmm. they were eating it, it, it's it's decent it was okay yeah it was yeah. decent
2: what the kids think of it
0: um they liked it
2: yeah yeah okay. surprisingly
0: hmm. uh casper is 2 now and he watched a couple of things before and now he starts to get scared yeah mm-hmm. so you know the perception is changing so now yeah. some things he can't watch anymore no There's this is huge chicken in one of those children movies and he's <laughs> super scared of that yeah. huge Aww. chicken yeah So we always skip that now. Yeah. But before that, he was fine. It's crazy. Yeah. And that must be with dogs too, right?
2: Fear periods. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just happens. It happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How come like smaller dogs tells big dogs, I'm the boss. Why is that?
3: Because people let them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because smaller dogs always tell the big dogs, I'm the boss.
2: Not always. I think Most of the time. well sometimes they're barking, but it's a self protection. Um oh. yeah. if you're smaller than something or you're intimidated by it, you try and come off a little more yeah. large or intimidating. Mm-hmm. But uh it's
0: proactive.
2: Yeah. yeah. But exactly ta- proactive is a good word.
0: But it takes it takes also like attitude to do that, right? Oh, is it like do you think that's an instinct?
2: um it can be either or okay and I think sometimes it's self-protecting so proactive but sometimes it's fear
0: Mm.
3: yeah Yeah. and and thinking of like our little dogs like I've had people when they come and greet my dog in public and they go oh wow like she's not vicious and like it's they're surprised that it's a small dog that's friendly that Mm. likes people and likes dogs and (laughs) isn't yapping her face off and I think it's just because
2: You've socialized,
3: her. she's been well socialized. She's brought up with, yeah. And she is used to seeing bigger dogs and like, she'll definitely like, she's not going to let them step on her. She does get mad or she gets scared Mm. when things like that happen, but she's not just out there trying to attack everybody. Like the sort of, there's all the Chihuahua memes about how horrible they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's your Chihuahua. That's not my Chihuahua.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what though? It's it's pretty cool. And you'll probably notice that with your puppy, but I was took a picture of her yesterday and, um, full, uh, winter coat on four booties running through the snow. Mm -hmm. Like it's the best thing ever. Yeah. You know, you look at this tiny little thing and she's just giving her and having a blast. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, see a lot of these ones, some of them are smiling. Some of them. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, just looking at her, and she tries to be a big dog in a way when it comes to keeping up, so
0: yeah, the big dogs, do they get surprised then by that proactivity, because you would think like not would not every dog do the same thing, or is it like, you know, I'm the boss? or this dog said, I'm the boss. Does that work? Like, is it like, is that how it is ultimately?
2: Some, sometimes. So I would say, um, at some points it does work where the other dog would go away mm. or be intimidated by it. But I would say with the small, small dogs, as far as barking, um, or being scared, it depends on how they are brought up. Ah. So like my littles are brought up with bigs and, a lot of friends and stuff that come over have big, so they can socialize mm. that way. But we've seen, and hence we really started small dog classes yeah. because we've seen a lot of small dogs out there that aren't socialized to large dog or other dogs. Yeah. And that's, you're getting, they're coming because they're like, well, my dog's super barking reactive, but the, I don't want to say the bonus, but the tricky thing is a lot of owners will just pick up the little dogs. Oh. Yeah. And carry them away and don't necessarily deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you have the 80 or 100 pound dogs that are barking and lunging. You can't really pick them up and walk <laughs> away. No. So it can be a little bit mm-hmm. different there, but not to say because of the size they have different issues. Some of them have the same issues. Interesting.
0: There's a show uh, also on Disney Plus. Um, It's actually the main um, person is the voice actor for Goofy. Okay. And he's like, he's an older gentleman and he visits dog owners or people that engage with dogs in their living. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of them is like a dog that can smell when whales poop in the sea. And they want to find that poop and he's on the boat and he can smell it. It's a true story. I'm not making this up because, mm. it, and because the poop is only good for a certain amount of time and the scientists need to capture it. So they know okay. that it was, I was waiting, yeah.
2: trying to okay. wait for why we were smelling <laughs> whale poo, but yeah. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's, uh, well, they have dogs that smell I, truffles. Yeah. I watched a cooking show,
0: but that you think that would be easier than smelling poop in an ocean. No, no okay
2: i don't
3: think so well Well, their sense of smell is there's a there's a really good video by uh it's a scientist named alexandra horowitz and it's called what the dog's nose sees or something like that Uh and it explains basically it's a cute little animated short video And it explains the difference that like the way that they can pick things up, like they can smell in a way that we can't even comprehend. Like they can pick up pheromones. Like they're not just smelling like we would smell a candle and go, that smells nice. They can pick out every little sort of molecule in there.
4: That's crazy. And like,
3: they've even like, they've got like dogs trained to sniff cancer and COVID. And yeah, yeah, there it is. How do dogs see with their noses? That's the one. Yeah.
0: So they wouldn't really need eyes for like navigation. No okay
3: no yeah, because i mean it, i know quite a few blind dogs that's
0: happened sometimes with h2 right yeah.
3: yeah yeah and deaf too
2: mm.
3: we've trained a few deaf dogs
2: wow and How
0: does that uh, work? with hand signals yeah yeah okay
3: yeah, yeah. we use hand signals anyway so mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like double right you'd use voice and then always accomplished with uh of a hand signal at the same time?
2: No. So usually we start with hand signals because dogs are visual learners. Oh. And that's how they learn from you and other dogs is they're watching each other, oh. right? So they learn from body language and then you add the verbal. Oh. Yeah. So if I wanted to teach the dog to down, I would say the word down, pause, give the hand signal. And then eventually they would be able to do it on the two cues. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So usually hand signals. First, a lot of people think yeah, my mind that is blown they hear right. it. Yeah. 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 A lot so. of people think, Oh, look, my dog knows how to do it. And I'll gently say, well, put your hands in your pocket and give the verbal cue. Mm. And chances are, they say the word down and the dog's looking at them. <laughs> and yeah. as soon as they give the hand signal, Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Why, why is that? Is that a form of communication? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, because there's a few, quite a few authors out there, like Turgid Riga's has really studied body language. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a second one there, but they've come out Brenda with- d- Brenda has a, a
3: yeah. textbook Book. that I have. Yeah. Of wow. Just different, like really subtle, like if the brow furrows this way, if the tail wags to the left versus mm. to the right, like there's all these little tiny different, Yeah. oh, there we go. Actually- Really good. Um, website yeah. for body language is called silent conversations it's okay. awesome
0: Lucas can, yeah did you find that Probably.
3: oh and doggy language is a good book too uh, the one that's on the screen it's a little Staring. like a coffee table book do we really have nice. a copy of that book you I just do. said
2: yeah? yeah I've never seen that book I was also gonna say doggone safe yeah she's got stuff on body language she also offers a course um, that's a really good website for somebody that has kids. Mm. It talks about kids and dogs at all different oh, ages. I still have the
3: board game. Yes, I still there's have a, the board game. There's mm. a board game too yeah. that you can teach kids how to interact with dogs. So, Henry um, actually does a, a workshop on. It's actually
2: right there. The Be a Tree program.
4: Oh.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I was doing it. Um, haven't for the last year, just few years due to time and COVID, but. I go in and try and teach the kids dog body language to try and reduce, I don't wanna say like be negative and say bites, but reduce negative interactions with mm-hmm. dogs and try yeah. to teach the kids sort of how to respond and.
0: Yeah, set them up for success yeah. with that encounter.
2: Exactly, yeah exactly. But it's a pretty cool, um, pretty cool website. Interesting. Yeah, so usually anybody who's having kids um, or has kids recommend it.
0: Yeah, we always say to Albus, don't run in the house. Well, now we always know if he does.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. just <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, but El Pazzo wouldn't have chased you. Yeah. Uh, that's, then that's okay. Right? Yeah. Now we have, like, we have the personal dog guard there. Mm-hmm. Um, he notifies us when one of our kids runs in the house.
3: Yeah.
0: But yeah. I think it also depends on the breeder, too. Like if the breeder has a family setting or there's already other animals when they first are born. Yeah. That's really beneficial too, right?
2: Yeah. Like whether, because you see some breeders will advertise that the dog was brought up in the home or has kids or Mm -hmm. socialized with different types of people and other dogs. All that is very important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for you all and everybody this day of age right now, dogs have like become ever more important and as pets and like support. Companions, yep. Mental house. Yeah. yeah. Like there was a time where you couldn't even get a dog anymore in town, right? Every, like was, it was, a, yeah. It's pretty you're, much sold you're, out. You're
2: correct.
3: Yeah. 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 And now you can't get a vet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh
2: no, we're not going, there. we're not going there.
3: Yeah.
0: I've heard that too, but I don't know about that. So let's, let's not go there. No, I like that. Yeah. So, there are dogs also that smell cancer, you said, right? And yeah. th- I I think they have that in the movies, right? And obviously there's it's in real life too, but then when they cross they they have a signal they give yeah. and they lay in front of a person and they cross the legs. You
2: yeah teach the f- them whatever you want their yeah. alert ah, to be. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, some will bark, some will sit.
3: Yeah, right. So we said so was one of them. Um a scent games class. It's not for finding cancer or anything, but um a lot of People like to do it just for, for fun with their dog, something to use that natural sense. Or um, our scent instructor actually does hunting sense.
0: Oh, yeah. It. That's so. a good one for this yeah. area, right? Yeah. yeah. And,
3: and so you basically, when you get to the level where the dog is consistently finding, they'll either give you some kind of, like you're, you're checking on their body language to go, okay, what is their natural alert going to look like? Or you train. Mm. So you go, okay, I'm not picking that up. Like I want my dog to sit when they find the scent. Okay. And then you train it that yeah. way.
0: In, in another episode, there was that he, the dogs could smell a bacteria in a honey, um, in a beehive. Mm-hmm. And then they would notify if the hive was infected. Okay. And then the the person who was looking after the bees could take charge. And, yeah. You know, so that not all the hives would get infected that, in right. that area.
2: So I think, again, you're isolating the smell and teaching the dog to react to the smell.
0: Mm-hmm right and then that's what they did yeah Yeah. and
2: then having them because the same they you know with their narcotics dogs in the airport Mm. you see it a lot used in different countries like i wouldn't say necessarily canada and the states those dogs are overly visible but they're mm -hmm. i think i was in um, dominion republic or even putticana those dogs are very visible Yeah. yeah in the airport so yeah
0: what, what breed is that always? Or
3: Malinois, usually. Yeah. Belgium. They're starting Malinois. to
2: use different German Shepherd. Well, German Shepherd normally, but yeah, just due to the workability.
0: They explained also like bloodhounds, for example, they have mm-hmm. those super long ears, right? Yeah. There's this, I think, 19 inches or 21 inches is like the longest ear ever for a bloodhound or whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, whatever I remember I'm bringing up. And you know, they explained how the hearing actually works for them, even though the ears are so super huge and you would think it would be not effective.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's fascinating.
3: Mm-hmm. There's actually, like in all the different areas of jaw-related things, there's a lot of science behind it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's, a, it's very interesting that sometimes we think of things and we go, okay, like there's this surface level, like, yeah, the bloodhound has the longer nose, of course they're gonna sniff stuff we don't like a lot of people don't realize how far that really goes like Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of levels to what they can do
0: yeah well how would you describe that how would you describe a dog smelling in like in human words like we say they see with their nose is that ultimately the best description for that
3: Probably.
2: That's- I think they would smell or hear something before they see it.
3: But he's saying like it's like there's like how we would see something. We would go, Oh, there's my friend in the distance. And oh, they would yes. smell so and smell, go. Right? There's my yeah. friend. Right. Yeah.
0: With the wind, I yeah. guess that would make it a difference yep. too. Oh
3: yeah. yeah, there's like if you look at I think that scent video with uh, Alex Horowitz talks about like how the scent piles around things. It makes these cones and how um, the wind going in different ways can affect it. And what the little slits on the side of their nose are for, they can tell if it's coming from the left or the right. Like, it's wild.
0: Yeah. What about those little, the whiskers?
3: I don't know if those are as useful in dogs
2: as they no, are for cats. No, I would say they're not as useful in dogs as cats. Because uh. there's quite a few breeds that they shave them, right?
0: Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Poodles? No. Yes. They do? Yeah. Okay.
2: Poodles normally have a shaved face.
0: Really? Yeah, Like weekly? Or how often do you have to shave Three
2: them? to four weeks. Okay. That's, yeah.
0: okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, I, mean, I
2: would think they sent something with the whiskers, but I don't think it's as an important thing as much as uh, cats, I mm-hmm. would say, for sure. Yeah. Because ha- ca- with cats, it helps with, um. I don't want to say dexterity. It shows them like, like how spaces. wide yeah. something is, like yeah. if they can fit mm-hmm. through it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like cats,
2: both of you, or dogs only? Um, I have a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer dogs because yeah. I have one cat, but you know the cat does think he's part dog. So yeah. I've never got a cat. Along. So.
3: Yeah, she's never. Yeah. I I'm getting used to them though. Her cat's kind of mean, so I was a little bit scared. No, so he goes to classes.
2: He walks Uh-oh. himself down, yeah, and anytime down. Amelia's teaching, he. <laughs> Waits for the door to be open and he goes in and rolls around in the middle of the training center while she's teaching. And then you get a little text to come get Henry. Yeah. So
3: yeah, yeah,
0: it's just checking yeah. in. Right. Yeah. Always
3: comes Especially when
2: she's teaching,
3: yeah. he's that, down there. That's a good sign. Cause yeah. I go to pick him up and then he growls at me. So I don't pick him up and he's like, okay, so I can stay in here. I'm like, yes, because I'm scared of you. <laughs> yeah. But he's quite good at
2: help socializing the dogs Ah. because he likes the dogs. So he walks over and rolls around. But again, Mm. some dogs that have been socialized to cats are good and others not so good.
0: Yeah. Did the the cat grew up with dogs right away? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because he was brought in. I got him from animal services. So he came in as a kitten and grew up with the dogs. That's perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say 10 times easier. Like, honestly, I don't think an adult cat would do well Mm -hmm. being brought into an environment with dogs if they had never been introduced to dogs. It's crazy. But that's, that's like a whole Mm -hmm. behavior thing. I've done the odd consult with trying to get them to cohabitate.
0: Yeah. Like the horse whisperer, something like that.
2: Ish,
0: yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is that a legit, uh, legit, legit, legit yeah. legitimate, legitimate, yeah. uh, word in dog language too, like a dog whisper Cause it, some dogs, you know, they have, don't have it easy when they brought up and their, their circumstances. Yeah. And you know, they're there, there's trauma and they are very far gone, but there's a lot of people who do a lot of work with some certain dogs and they come back Yes, and that's really is amazing.
2: Yeah. That's this lady
3: right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I think it's just trying to out- understand. And we talked a little bit about that at the beginning mm. as far as cognitive and, and that sort of thing. Understand, but build confidence.
0: Trust. S-
2: trust. Yeah. Safe. Whether an environment safe or not. And you know what? They're resilient, I have to say, I think, and compared to, I don't want to say in compared to people, but... Um, they, they just need, um, to feel secure and they just need time.
0: Yeah. Patience,
2: right? Patience. Yeah. Because I think through science, again, they're doing a lot more studies where we thought before when a dog was under a year, they wouldn't remember anything,
4: okay. but
2: they're starting to, remember a lot more and they do have ptsd mm-hmm. i swear they do i believe that yeah. yeah especially you know if a dog's been hit by a car or if there's been like a traumatic they've been in a car accident a traumatic incident sort of thing yeah. you find when the when the same sort of um incidents line up that yeah. they may react to it like
0: water you know they fell yep. in water somewhere it was yeah. cold whatever
2: right so it's um yeah it's uncovering the layers a little bit and like we talked about getting to know personality and so forth
0: Mm -hmm.
2: so um you said
0: something you really enjoy i do yeah why is that
2: i do um i think it's i don't want to say necessarily say nurturing but i believe you know if you make a commitment to an animal then we need to give them everything that we can Mm -hmm. Um, and then help them in any way we can because it's it's amazing um, the small feats and then when they overcome it how happy they are and same with the owner so I yeah yeah, we talked about reactive classes a little bit so what we do is uh, there's quite a few dogs out there that are dog reactive for different reasons yes but you know, when we're working in class and the owners are putting the time in and then that dog offers a play bow to another dog, mm. everybody's in tears. Yeah. Because it's absolutely amazing. They finally got over it and they're confident again. It's it mm-hmm. just an awesome feeling. So I would have to say that's why I do it.
0: They say with humans, when they have trauma, they, the whole brain chemistry changes. Yeah. And, you know, ultimately it's almost like it's a complete, it's, it's a completely different brain developed then with no trauma is that applicable to dogs too
2: i'd absolutely see yeah Yeah. for sure okay yeah wow i just think maybe we well we haven't studied enough Mm -hmm. um and you know i have to say like we're the ones that have domesticated them and we definitely don't give them enough credit Okay. For how much they know and how much they can do. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, I'm doing this series on cognitive and it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's learning like they're teaching the dog shapes. They're teaching the dogs colors and monkeys. There you go. Exactly. They're doing the same thing where we kept saying for so long, dogs can't do it. Uh And now they're starting to figure out they are. So it's a matter of just,
0: do you think they are evolving?
2: Evolving, yes, but I think we're finally taking the time or have people that are trying to see if they actually can do it. Okay. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Because they, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue with this because it's fascinating. <laughs> because, you know, with, uh, with certain breeds, the traits, you know, they wanted a certain dog that behaved this way and then they only breeded with this dog because he was that certain way. Yeah. And then, you know, that's how they built that line. So that would be also applicable, hypothetically speaking. If you always, if you always encourage a dog to learn something new, something that you thought previously was not applicable, then that knowledge would continue, right? In yeah. a way.
3: Yeah, in theory, in and theory. actually, in in some of what uh, we talked about in the adolescent workshop, where Julia was comparing the. Uh, science that goes with the human brain and the animal brain is that um, things that happen, like they studied parents or, or women who were pregnant and the effect that stress in their lives had on their baby and their cortisol levels and all this, and they did the same thing with dogs. And they found actually like different behavioral traits came out later in life in puppies that were born from, you know, a mother that was in a puppy mill or another kind of really stressful situation yeah. um, or a stray or something like that and um even if they had the exact same uh exposure as the other puppies wow you know they they still grew up with certain traits Mm -hmm. or certain stress responses just because that was sort of in their genetics now
0: very fascinating i didn't know about that lucas did you cool stuff nope (laughs) that's really interesting wow okay you you talked about the dogs when i wasn't here right yeah, we yes. were talking about our dogs. Our dogs. Did yeah. I cut you off over there then, or did we? Did it, was it all covered?
1: It was all covered.
2: Yeah, okay. we were just sort of telling our the breed and size range. Okay, I okay. playing a little bit with
0: that. Chevin de Boer says Anne Marie saved my dog, and I, when I adopted him, he was so traumatized and reactive. Our adoption would have failed without her reactive class and continued training classes. We love agility. Agility now, I can't pronounce it. <laughs>
2: Hi, Shawn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shawan.
0: Yeah. Wow. See? Right there. That's amazing.
3: It's true. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, that's where I came from, too, right? I had I had a reactive dog, I had an aggressive dog, and I ended up finding Anne and that was, you know, 10, 11 years ago. Wow. And here I am. How and old here is the dog are? classroom? We were talking about that. Yeah. yeah. I think officially like the business the dog classroom is 10 this year. 10 years? I'm pretty sure that wow. was when the building was built. Yeah.
0: A decade. Yeah. yeah.
3: Wow. But she's been well. training for 15 years.
0: 15 years? Yeah. Wow. When did you realize, you know, I want I want to do what I I'm, I'm doing right now?
2: So, um, my career of dogs started. I'm also a registered veterinary technician. Mm. So, I went to tech school actually worked at a vet clinic while i was a student went to tech school
0: like here in town Um, or somewhere else how does that work
2: so tech school no had to go out of town okay college i see yeah uh two-year program then came back and uh, got a job at one of the clinic as a technician uh which was great and then uh we had a technician come from us uh come to work with us from out east and she had been offering puppy school Mm. puppy classes for socialization um, and basically that's where I started. I started training and working with her. And then, you know, the puppies grow up and everybody's like, I want to do more. I want to do more. And then you sort of just keep adding levels. Right. And then eventually I decided that I was going to open up a business. And
0: how did you both meet then? Here we are
3: so i came to her
2: yeah for classes classes. (laughs) yeah so amelia came for classes asked a lot of questions started hanging out Mm -hmm. i was joking the other day i think most of my friends are well dog people yeah right (laughs) so
0: makes sense though but yeah Mm -hmm.
2: but i think um yeah so i would have to say she's my right hand man Mm -hmm. in a way that's perfect yeah so um
3: i just showed up but i never left yeah basically she <laughs> wouldn't leave you so dogs. she just
2: <laughs> stayed
0: Why wanted to close up the shop you still there she is still there <laughs> asking questions <laughs> and yeah so
2: It'll I go. I think we've built a lot come a long way mm, 10 yeah. years right yeah, yeah.
0: wow
3: yeah
0: is that, is that gonna be like cake and a party
3: I think we should I think we should yeah. have, yeah. have a party I think we should have a party. The building if I remember correctly was on our birthday when we had the open house right yeah when we opened we have the same birthday
0: no way yeah yeah <laughs> when did you figure that out like on soon the real, yeah. yeah well well at the yeah. day right now it's, yeah i can yeah. be there it's my birthday but whatever yeah. oh where really my yeah.
2: birthday's too <laughs> so we sort of celebrate together now but um <laughs> no but i was in business a few years though before the building
3: yes but uh. that wasn't oh no it was the dog classroom because i yeah. started when it was at hillcrest or no, so eaton's. hillcrest what eaton's hillcrest Eaton's wasn't the dog classroom
2: i think i was okay. still yeah mm. and then do you remember in hillcrest i don't know if you remember probably mm. not but I'm they were me. offering mm. Um, Before the whole condo thing, they were offering small businesses the opportunity to rent like a room or a classroom or a space or sort of thing. And they were trying to build Mm -hmm. that up, I guess, sort of what they're doing now with the market in a way, allowing small businesses to go places. Mm -hmm. So that's where originally I started. Oh, yeah. It and was then literally
3: the dog classroom. It was a literal classroom. It was a literal. <laughs> is that classroom. where the name is coming from?
0: Because I wanted to ask like the definition of the classroom, right? Is, was it like a word you choose For me, purpose? it was teaching, teaching. yeah. For
2: me, it was teaching and learning. Mm-hmm. And I guess coming from a family of teachers, I thought classroom was great. Oh. So, and, uh, then eventually I built. So the dog classroom training space is actually on my property of my house. Yeah. Mm, That's perfect. Yeah. It actually has worked out awesome (laughs) because we can do indoor, outdoor learning. Mm -hmm.
3: There's a big fence. There's two fenced yards now. Two
2: fenced yards. So we can go go outside. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It takes like a minute to get to work
3: for me I joke yeah
2: my commute's about yeah yeah. 30 seconds 30 seconds ish yeah yeah. Yeah.
3: but it's really not far like we think Hazelwood and we think Hazelwood Lake but it's it's Mm. like right near Dawson Road it's not far at all yeah
0: Yeah. on the on Google Maps location whatever it's really close right it's not far away at all
3: yeah no it took us like 10 minutes to get here I think
0: nice Yeah.
3: yeah but um yeah it's been over 10 years
0: how does that feel wow it's a it long feel time. Like 10 years? No. No. Like, how long does it feel like?
3: Three know. or four. Yeah, three or Maybe. four. Wow.
2: But the interesting thing is because we've trained people's dogs, and now their dogs are older and they're getting new dogs. Mm-hmm. And yes, they're coming that's back weird. and they're like, oh, we came to you. Like, Sixty-seven years ago,
3: everybody's dog, which you is do. really weird. I know, like, you're
2: very good. She's very good with faces. I remember. And
0: names. Oh, both of like every you dog that, both that she's I've ever met. Very good.
3: Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny, and my boyfriend makes fun of me all the time because he goes and he does work at somebody's house, and then he goes, oh, they had a dog. And I said, what, was, what breed or what was the dog's name? And I like, go, oh, it's that dog. person. <laughs> and then everyone's like, that's really weird. Or I ran mm. into somebody. I remember that took puppy classes when my yeah. 10-and-a-half-year-old dog was a puppy, and mm. they were in class together. And yeah. I said, oh, it's so-and-so. And she was like, mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, like yes. I remember. Yeah. But I just – That's, that's I a good memory, I never forget names too. Usually yeah.
0: people are like pictures only or names only.
3: Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think you, you had mentioned your dog's name and I kind mm-hmm. of, I put that together too. Yeah. Like your previous dog. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's right.
3: It's very weird of me, but I, I don't know. That's, yeah. That's amazing. It's the only thing I can remember. Cause
2: if you need to know a name or anything, you describe it to her, you got it. Wow. Yeah. yeah I
0: can only yeah. do pictures. <laughs> like I see a person once and I, I know the person when I see it, the person on the other side of the earth. I, yeah. would, I would recognize the you. person. Wow! But that's, that's it. I can't do names. I'm terrible.
3: Yeah, I remember, yeah. I don't know, just dogs. Just the dogs. Like, the people, sometimes I forget. But
0: Because dogs are like, you know, some breeds are very similar. Yeah. And then other breeds are very, like, you can see differences, right?
3: Yeah, and, and I've come across, actually, like, I remember when I... I I've like seen, you know, you see a dog running loose and you stop and you wanna help them. I've done that, yeah. And I've seen, and it's being a purebred dog and I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. And And Mm. they're like, how? Like, it looks like every other, you know, Black lab or whatever. And oh, I'm like, oh can, I just okay. yeah, I just yeah. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah.
0: They say the dogs sometimes look like the owners. Do you agree with that? You don't have to answer that question.
3: <laughs> Do I look small and angry like Nuggie? I don't know. Uh, sometimes
0: <laughs>
4: Yeah. A little I, I, bit. Yeah,
2: that that's when I just move mm. over here a little bit. Um I I think sometimes yeah. or I think the mannerisms. Mm-hmm yes the mannerisms the mannerisms can sometimes look up the definition of mannerism be the same like with
3: so stark who's my 10 and a half year old um husky shepherd mix he is like me in dog form like he's a little bit reactive and he's super anxious and (laughs) he has his circle and you know he's he's comfortable and he likes it and like that's so me wow and i just like like She's submitting a lot tonight. A wow, that's good.
0: Yeah, I, I, everybody
2: knows I'm a little bit weird. No, oh wow, well. <laughs> you're a dog person, aren't we? All?
0: I think it's good to share that, you know. I think, I think it's good to be um, open about it too, in a way, because you know it's family, and you're part of it. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like mm, I feel like it's actually really true. I feel like the connection between a human and the dog is very strong. Oh, it mm. can be very strong. And then, you know, certain, it's a life together and you just, the, you can see it.
2: Well, you have to be able to coexist and live together. So right. there, again, there's compromise both ways. And I think, yeah. you know, it happens with the dog and my husband will say, no, I'm comparing the spouse to the dog. But, mm. you know, same with your spouse. You yeah. have to compromise, oh, cohabitate. Okay. Yeah. There's some
0: compliment p- Some couples each always other. have the same jackets on yeah right that's a big no-no though
3: and that reminded me of the (laughs) the facebook live that trainer mike just did and um so he did one of our trainers he got a bull mastiff puppy and someone asked him i think why he got a bull mastiff and he basically said it fits his life Mm -hmm. and that's what he got like he works
0: out a lot
3: he didn't want to have a dog that he had to run 10 miles a day (laughs) like He's got the kids, you know. He wants to be able to do like his walk and then come home, and he wants the dog to be able to go and do things like a big enough dog that can go ice fishing with him, and mm-hmm. you know, just you pick a dog that fits your
2: life.
0: Yeah, uh, I I I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. bullmastiffs bull are like muscles, eh? Right?
2: Yeah, he's adorable.
0: They're just he's biceps.
2: Cute. Yeah, just
0: like.
3: Yeah. Henry had bullmastiff. I had one.
2: Right? Yeah. yeah, her name was Mabel.
3: It's a nice name. Yeah,
2: <laughs> personality. She was hilarious yeah but yeah it's interesting some people's perception she was brindle so she was wasn't tan yeah there the middle one sort of where that you have the tiger stripe somewhat in the middle
3: come down a little bit down right there that yeah, one, yeah. so I mean. yeah that's called brindle that was her right there wow actually the the cover photo on our facebook page is it's like a Mabel. marble
0: cake you know those marble cakes yeah mm. oh. That's, yeah that's what reminds me
3: of it yeah, yeah. the nice. dogs in the dog classroom logo are actually they my were, dogs they were her yeah. dogs at so. the time <gasps> these three
0: no way
2: yeah nice
3: yeah
0: that's a good
2: yeah
3: that's so deep. i yeah
2: mm-hmm. i had um he was a cartoonist i think and yeah, that one and there's also another logo there
3: yeah i think the top the top page that there's fisher rue and Mabel. Yeah. Aww. Wow. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That was a that long, long time wild. ago.
2: Look how great she is. <laughs> a little bit. Anyway, she taught me a lot and I would say, well, I think every dog teaches you something new because uh-huh. again, it's a personality.
0: Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause I say even clients, dogs and even your dog, you always learn something from okay. them.
0: Because they are all individuals.
2: Yeah. They're such yeah. individuals and we all learn different just like dogs learn different. so. Um. I always say there's never one way of Steph doing says, it. Steph
3: says, Show them your tattoo.
2: Oh, mm. I could do that.
3: So, Steph did her tattoo, Steph, uh, that you had on the yes, show from was here. Yes. Yes. And she did.
0: Oh, you did the doggies. Yeah. Nice.
2: So, she did that for me, Steph did. That's
0: beautiful. Yeah,
2: it is beautiful.
0: Yeah. Steph yeah. says, Hey, that's my crew. And Marie helped our little reactive dog flourish too and helped build our interest in training. Would love to hear a bit about the personal training journeys with their own dogs.
3: Oh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. How long do we have? Because.
0: Yeah, I, whatever you <laughs> want to talk about. But you don't have to. time.
1: Mm.
3: I we, mean, yeah. I mean, we did like, so I did a, a little blog thing on our website and also in the newsletter about my training journey that was kind of a like a shortened version yes you did yeah um which is is tough to share but is also yeah it's useful i think right if you can share your experiences and other people can learn from them yes and um yeah that's basically what what Henry is just saying is you learn from every dog right so i learned some things from my dogs back then and i do things differently with my dogs now because of it
0: yes and marie did you have you ever thought about writing a book like you know with that experience with the trauma i've
2: thought about it but i'm not great at writing
0: right she's i'm trying to not... you can find people who <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's really not good yeah. at writing so that
0: means you would write it i would write it and you know you would you she think, would
3: narrate yeah
0: some people would just talk about it and then you yeah. you write it and then you approve it right that's that <laughs> yeah
3: be... well
2: actually it's funny you should mention one of my goals i don't know did i tell you one of my goals I don't know. No. Oh, Okay. Was, um, to do, to be a presenter at the OAVT conference. Oh yes. We talked about that. Yeah. Oh. We talked about that. What's, so, the, what's that
0: kind of conference? Lucas. You, so that?
2: that's the Ontario veterinary.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's annually.
2: Yes. But I actually want to go there and do it. So obviously cause of COVID the last two years it's been online.
0: Really? This is like, this is more important than we're writing a book. hypothetically.
2: Because I'm not a good writer.
0: Okay. But you have all that experience. I know, but I think it's about
2: putting it down and it's almost like you do
0: research too, right? Because you, you dwelling in like in an area where you have that experience, but not a lot of people know and understand what you do. Yeah,
2: I think. Honestly, something more like this. That's what I was just
3: thinking. Oh, might be okay. more my speed. Oh, you guys yeah. going to do a
0: podcast?
3: We should do a podcast. Right. We don't have this. Yeah. Okay. This is,
0: yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have, have to like, you. you don't have to have because this. But no, you can have but like something else. Yeah.
2: Cause I think when I get an idea and I don't mind talking about things or explaining them, mm. but I think I, I, much prefer doing that or even you know when you do behavior consults you sit down and you talk to people you explain things some people want you to go super into depth other people are willing just to take it and i think it might be more my thing that's why actually being a presenter Mm -hmm. but i think sometimes Ah. in the dog world you have to publish a book to maybe be well i don't know how that works yeah
3: there there's there's different, like there's conferences. So the one that she's talking about is a vet tech conference, but we also like, there's dog trainer conferences. So there's mm. like clicker expo. So we've traveled and we've gone wow. yeah. to conferences. Um, now they're all online. So we just did like the aggression and dogs conference and we did all these other ones, um, where we could definitely, you know, you can be a speaker at something like that. Mm. But in order to, I guess, make a bigger name for yourself, you end up writing a book like it, I
2: think so okay I guess yeah. I look at all the speakers that they have at the different conferences and I would say most of them have written a book they did or really them. into blogging yeah so something I might be able to do yeah
0: but who does a dog podcast right
3: there's a few of them there's a few there of are? them now yeah yeah. A, oh. yeah, drinking from the toilet is one.
0: Oh yeah I like that one and that's yeah. a good title <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's Hannah Branigan Yeah. Uh, Really, look that up, Lucas,
0: if you can. (laughs)
3: Um, Yeah, there's a few. The bitey end of the dog is a dog aggression Mm -hmm. podcast. But I think, like, part of it that I enjoy is getting to know, like, when you do, um, like, the way that you do your podcast, right, is you interview people, like a Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. So it's, it's like a someone's podcast where, they talk about their experiences. I find that stuff really interesting. Mm. And there's not a lot of that with dogs. Yeah,
0: you could do like a podcast where you bring the dog and the owner on. Yeah. And then you like therapy session or something, right? <laughs>
3: or just talk about their <laughs> journey well, with we, the dog.
2: We have talked more about like doing training videos or showing us training our own dogs. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah. But I think the tricky thing is, and I was thinking about that with my dogs, I was playing around doing some stuff, but I don't know whether I just don't have the equipment or whatever, like to set up a camera. I guess you could just Mm. use your phone and do this and that a little bit, but you know, then it comes into editing and Mm. that sort of thing. But I think we're trying to move a little bit more that way because people learn all differently, right? You got your books, you got your blogs, you got your web pages. Yeah. Um, some people like this, like in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, even with you and YouTube, a lot more people are watching. Mm-hmm. I know my kids yeah. are watching, I know. Yeah. Yeah. not reading, watching. Mm-hmm. See, so and I
3: look at that and I go, who would want to watch me train my dog? That would be so boring. I love books. I want to read the book. <laughs> I want the step-by-step. I want all that. And to me, just watching a video of someone training would be very boring,
0: but okay. Yeah. But you- yeah,
3: but we do it in a way
2: because if we're at a conference, mm-hmm. they highlight videos, Yeah. But right? They give the you the information and then they show you a video. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, I think it's both too, right? Yeah, because you see Anne Marie right if if you teach and then in a way, you daily see it, and then maybe it's just like you know it's part of your daily routine, yeah, yeah, and then it's just like, okay, well, ah, okay,
3: I don't need to sit down and watch it after work because I'm already seeing.
0: Mm, maybe, who knows?
2: <laughs> yeah. I know. But I just think for some people, like I say, I'm also a visual learner. Yeah, me too. You know, like you can't just write something out for me and then give mm-hmm. it to me and ex- expect me, I don't want to say do it perfect. If you showed it to me, yes. I would get it more. I'm the same way. Okay. Yeah. If you showed it to me. With
0: the podcast, we did audio only first and you know, and I always thought I don't need video, but ultimately it was the best way to do video too, because it's on another level. Yeah. You can you can hear a lot in the voice, but you can you, you know you can see a lot too when you talk yeah. to people. It's yeah. just the you, body language. It right? shows a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's people who only want audio only, and they can do that if they want to. So it's, it's both ways. Yeah. possible.
3: Yeah, you're yeah. on Spotify, so you can just listen to it if you want to. You don't have to watch the video.
0: And then on Spotify. We have video now too. Oh, wow. we're we're one of the only Canadian podcasts that have video access. We are approved awesome. yeah, in Thunder Bay. You put Ning Bay on the map. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how many dog trainers are there with y- your operation?
2: When we, oh, in, in,
0: in your operation, my yeah. business? Mm-hmm. I business. keep losing count. Yeah, uh,
2: 11. I'm thinking 11 or wow. 12. And I think I'm 13. Mm-hmm. 13
3: now. I can oh name them all. We could count on our fingers, but. <laughs> They're on the website. Yeah, you don't I'm have to. I'm counting on my fingers in my head right now. hmm
0: Okay. And yeah. how you wanted to
3: If you so go on the I website would- and go under uh meet the team, everybody's there. Yeah,
0: www.thedogclassroom. the <laughs> dog classroom. Is that it? There oh, yeah. it is. There's Dot Maui. Com.
2: There's Maui, so that's my standard poodle. Um, oh,
3: About Us and then Meet the Team. There you go.
0: There you are.
3: Yeah. There's Henry.
0: There are
2: you.
3: Yay. Those are my dogs. Oh, There's
2: whew. the Bull Mastiff puppy. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. there's Ms. and there's Miss Siobhan. There's Siobhan. There's Jody. Kelsey. We should have said what everybody does, but we And there's Steph.
3: Alex.
0: Yes.
3: Our little agility assistant.
2: Yep. is our agility assistant. My daughter has started helping oh. uh, Amelia <laughs> in agility classes. Danielle is, yeah, one of our newer ones. Finally hired some office. Mm -hmm. staff and then um support that's actually a great word Mm -hmm. um and uh i think our trainer wise we're all at a titch level obviously i've been there the longest and then mike
3: mike came Mm, after that mike's
2: been with me for a long time and then amelia siobhan
3: mike was your apprentice when i showed up yeah Mm. yeah so
2: we have some newer trainers we have that's good. yeah some seasoned trainers because i think the more we can educate
4: mm-hmm.
2: especially the way we're doing training i don't say we're doing it a little different we use positive reinforcement so yeah. a lot of treat training that's right? good I rewarding that. good behavior looking for good behavior mm-hmm. that sort of thing so yeah. um you know we're up to always sort of taking on apprentices Mm -hmm. and teaching and getting people to understand because I honestly I think the more people understand then the more they can educate others
0: that's right right how many dogs are there in this area do we know this
2: (laughs) you know what I I actually asked um, it was a few years ago I asked animal services okay but that they only have stats if
0: they are microchipped
2: uh, no if they have a license if they've been licensed so hypothetically that would be city area yeah yeah but I don't know like what would we say 50% of dogs 50% of owners license their dogs yeah I, I don't know yeah I don't know, yeah. I don't know. A license. Mm, but you, yeah.
0: like how but you have to though in the city you have to have a license right yes oh, but technically? Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: yes we're yeah. saying mm-hmm. that and leaving it at that yeah yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: do you know the number like just the ones that are licensed
3: I want to say something like four or five thousand
0: that's it No. no
3: more I have no I, I couldn't even is guess, it, honestly.
0: Because we have like a hundred twenty thousand people, right? And yeah. the surrounding area. There's
3: gotta be more than that because we have like two hundred to two fifty like per session.
0: Mm. Lucas, look up um <laughs> percentage of dogs in a population of a hundred thousand people on Google.
3: That's very specific. That is very it. specific
1: and I cannot promise you any results, Michael. <laughs> There must be other
0: people who look for those kind of things no just you the
2: tricky is i think trying to get the data yeah though
0: is it though because you know we have no i know i'm not going to say this i tell you afterwards okay.
3: okay no and i know like there's some um cities that have like a pet limit right so mm. they'll like oh. look for your dogs like if they see that you have one more dog or whatever like they know how many dogs are in that house um, whereas we don't have that. So oh, okay, wow. there's nobody actively monitoring the licensing, I don't think.
0: The city would know, though.
3: Yeah, I think they would only really investigate if somebody complained and said, hey, your dog's not licensed. But how mm. would you know
0: that? I don't know. Is there nothing? There was no tagline or something?
1: No.
3: Okay. No.
0: Wow. Okay.
3: Well, there's a lot of dogs. As uh. I was <laughs> thinking,
0: like 50,000. Is that's not right, I guess? Maybe that's too much?
3: I don't know i have no idea hmm. i know there's a lot of cats
1: shelby and cody let us know yeah
0: they should know or we call the city tomorrow
3: Ding oh, yeah <laughs> Ding, <bong. laughs> yeah or i was
2: thinking you know almost looking at one vet clinic to see how many dogs they'd have on file and maybe multiply that by yeah three mm. three or four
0: how many vet clinics do we have in town
2: we have one two three four five
0: okay yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that's a good way to tell yeah
2: yeah but yeah like i said i just i don't know if there's anywhere out there that take in the knowledge like i know though animal, animal services would only yeah. yeah but they would only have the ones that were licensed
0: mm. yeah because in the if you live in the country
2: out of city limits you don't have city, to license yeah, and okay. you have to license with the municipality uh, which okay. I, I honestly don't think mm. some people do or don't.
3: Oh, Siobhan's saying something about
0: licenses. Yeah, you want me to read it out? Licenses only really come into play if your dog gets loose and animal services picks them up. You can be fined if they're not licensed then. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm. Good to know. Yeah, but I think, like, just in general, I think a lot of people in Thunder Bay have dogs. I don't know if it's more than other cities, but we're very, like, outdoorsy, so you mm. see a lot of dogs. Like, you just see them everywhere. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think there's lots of dogs. Did you know in Germany you don't have to pick up the poop when the dog poops? What do they do with it? It's just there.
3: Wow. <laughs> the culture there, from what I understand, I've it not can been be pretty Germany. stinky it's, going for a walk. It's pretty
0: nasty. I played soccer once and I did a tackle slide and I went off the field oh. and, and then I had to go home.
3: Because there's also no leash laws there, right? So the dogs can just uh, kind of...
0: I, yeah, I don't remember that one.
3: Mm. And a lot of places in Europe, they don't have leash. Like your dog does not just okay. have to be on leash. They can just kinda
0: mm. go. Yeah. On. But I like it. Like, you know, I think it's like the owner is responsible for the waste. I think that's a really good option, you know? Yeah. Keeps everybody happy.
3: I yeah. I can't imagine not having that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you go the same route all the time. Right?
2: Yeah. Well, there's some places you can go in the city where people don't really pick up. And while well, the tricky thing is springtime
3: right yeah It's yeah it's pretty gross mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah so mm. i don't right, think when it's we're a out thing. And
3: about like with our walking classes and stuff that's that's education right people see us out there and they see us picking up and they see us having our dogs yeah. on leashes and places they're supposed to be on leashes and wow. we try to set a good example
4: mm-hmm. well like that. that's what
2: ryan was trying to do with the
3: oh yes the uh, conservation authority
2: yeah mm. Is they were trying to educate encourage leash laws and just because different parks where unfortunately some people think that the dogs can go off leash then you have the people hiking with their kids or whatever right. yeah and it's tricky yeah it is tricky mm-hmm. but yeah yeah so things are slowly changing when it comes to dogs and stuff so okay. yeah
0: have you ever thought about expanding like are we like uh, you know the location is perfect right now but it like you know businesses sometimes they have like five ten year business plans like the rock yeah. he has it all down the
2: rock, the rock yeah
0: he's launching i was his- actually
2: saying to my husband he seems to be such in demand the last few years he's been in it's every crazy. movie
0: yeah i know he's like even double featuring himself in netflix and disney plus he did the jungle cruise and then he did the red notice and he was like on top of like, yeah. he was competing with himself. <laughs> yeah. Is that crazy?
2: Cause they said what, that was the highest they've Netflix has every ever paid an actor or something.
0: Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. And, that they cr- was... and they crashed the Porsche Taycan.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But he's, yeah, it's quite, uh... did you watch it? No, my husband did.
0: Okay. Yeah. You, you What kind of movies do you like? Do you have time to watch movies?
3: She likes Hallmark movies. I do.
2: Mm, what kind of movies? <laughs> Hallmark. Oh, he doesn't know what Hallmark mm, movies are. Uh, I do. The, like the sappy rom-com. love story. Oh, good. Yeah, because unf- they always have a happy ending. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I just think there's enough in the world that, yeah. hmm Yeah. Uh, so. A little
1: fun fact. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot were paid each yes. $20 million. Yeah. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: why your subscription fee went
1: up.
3: I've never even heard of that movie. I don't yeah. watch movies really, so It was a way. I'm like that person where someone goes, Oh, have you seen this like really popular movie? And then I say no. Well, it I
2: got a it. lot of just because Ryan Reynolds and Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it got a lot of publicity.
0: He's handsome.
3: Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh
0: oh boy okay what do you want to talk about like um the vision you have you you know you've been doing this now for 15 years 10 years there obviously this is this is not just uh a job this is your life right Mm -hmm. it's a big big part for both of you yeah and you know what 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 do you think
3: i don't know if we ever sat down and well we have the second we have, so we have a second location in Pet Value. Right. Um, so that was when we were talking about expanding and having a second location that sort of came up and and worked out well. Um, but basically, in the the Pet Value on the corner of uh, Dawson Road and Regina Avenue, right across from County Fair Mall, mm-hmm. um, in the lower level there, we have a big open sort of room that we use. I remember as a this training now. Facility. Yeah. There was a yeah. post
0: about it. I'm sorry. I forgot about it. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: so we do have that second location, and um, maybe a bigger one in the future. Yeah, yeah. but
2: I think <laughs> maybe a third. Spot. Yeah. Well, the tricky thing is staff, and like I said, yeah. we're working <laughs> at training staff, and and uh, right now, honestly, I think it it's just COVID. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right now, it's it's really hard because you know we are at a standstill. Like we talked about at the beginning, we can't offer in-person classes. We could look at online. Most people want to do in-person because we really stride on talking about socialization. So Mm -hmm. they want their dog socialized.
0: Yeah. So the time everybody gets a dog. Stuck. (laughs) And
2: they shut us down. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah, everybody's getting dogs right now and
0: mm, no training.
3: Well, there's a whole like thing, like pandemic puppies who are like scared of people and they're scared Mm. of dogs. And they're like really under socialized because when everyone went out and got a dog in March, 2020, that was like, Uh, you know, in bubbles, everybody was like, oh, we can't go anywhere near a person. Mm. So the dogs just really didn't get any socialization at all. Like even seeing people at a distance and Mm. going for walks.
0: So you'd be very, very busy in the future you will yeah
3: be. and yeah. We, we we have, have been
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: busy and we're trying to do the best that we can and um you know with different classes and getting the information out there but mm-hmm. right now our hands are tied so i think like i don't want to say like everybody but i think a lot of small business owners we're just trying to stay afloat <laughs> and we're just trying to yes, stay moving true. forward yes right and then maybe we'll look at the mm-hmm. big expansion or so forth. I'm hopefully thinking about retirement and maybe the next, I don't know if that ever happened, but actually
4: I don't think so because
2: over the COVID (laughs) break, I think I sat for two days. I was like, okay, we need to go do something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So they always
0: talk about this, like the retirement thing. mm -hmm. I watched the videos today where, you know, you have that person who wants to sit at the beach in Mexico and drink Margarita all day, but how long are you going to really do that before you say well, I did this for three days and I drank a lot of margaritas, but now... And then
2: you're over it. What am I yeah. going to do now? Like, yeah.
0: You know? Well,
3: I think... I think there's a lot of dog trainers, like a lot of like the OG dog trainers are are getting up there in age now. Like some of the big name trainers, like I'm thinking like Dr. Ian Dunbar. Yeah. Gene Donaldson. And like Karen Pryor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is they're it- of retirement age, but they're still doing like dog training stuff. They're still doing speaking or they're still writing books or they're still, I don't know, maybe doing like... Their, you know yeah camps that they do it's yeah. also but like- they can pick and choose exactly right right like they're not say
2: running their own facility anymore but they do do speaking engagements when they want to or right. that and i think that's mm. a bonus yeah. okay right where yeah. you can just pull back a little bit from some things or maybe i'll be able to say i Go on vacation for uh, a That's what you mean. Vacation. Okay. Yeah, nice. I know,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's sort of a little bit. I have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think, is a little different, and I think that's what a lot of them do: is do different speaking engagements and.
0: I feel like you know when you are when the older you get, life changes because of your experience. You and you know, yeah. you. You have a lot of knowledge in a, a very specific area and i think that's very valuable yeah so i can see that do you i had a question though what was the question i lost it a way. does that happen ever mm-hmm. with you yes yeah, a lot it'll yeah. come back
2: mean yeah. keep her talking a little bit yeah lucas and- say i got a question yeah okay.
1: can you really not teach an old dog new tricks oh, I
2: do bad. really not or really um they always learn any age You
3: can teach an old dog Dog new new tricks. There we go. And actually we have like a lot of the senior dogs that we have, they'll come and do like our branching out class. So we have a class that's um basically just a little bit of everything, like a little bit of fitness stuff and a little bit of obedience and a little bit of tricks. And we just keep their minds busy. And um we have them do like the scent games or sometimes they'll do like the walking and recall or something that's a little bit mm-hmm. you know um not like a beginner puppy class with all puppies jumping all over them sort of thing um and we have a lot of senior dogs that do well mm-hmm. that do really well in training. interesting i love that but it's good for
2: cognitive
3: it is yeah, right mm-hmm.
2: just they say like people as we get older we should stay stimulated
0: yeah right Learn something new every day Yep.
2: if not our brain turns to mush and i find they're the same way they need to work if not they get anxieties or other things seem to
3: pop up
0: oh did I knock it sorry I knocked and it. um
3: on that note too like with the the fitness stuff like with some of the older dogs like they'll get old and then people go oh they can't do that because they're old and it's like if you keep it up like they can keep mm. doing these keep things, them right? fit yeah, keep yeah. Them but fit, keep them fit mentally and physically yeah and those ways very important Yeah. yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Are there dog trainer awards like the you know the Grammy awards, right?
2: No. I don't think so. Because
0: you know you you threw those names around of like famous dog trainers like you know them. But like, you know, is there like a recognition system or anything like that or no?
3: I think it's based on like their their um studies or you know uh, okay. um, it's like the
0: industry knowledge
3: yeah even? so like bob bailey for example he ran these famous chicken camps where you don't train dogs you train chickens mm-hmm. and um a lot of chickens everything. clicker train yeah they clicker train them and um they came up with like there is like 300 pack it's called it's some sort of i don't know science. if you typed
2: in bob bailey you would probably yeah, get
3: bob, bob bailey chicken camps um Or Jean Donaldson, she started the Academy for Dog Trainers, which is like a a program you can take uh, to become a dog trainer. Um, And she's written a bunch of books too. And um, Ian Dunbar. I I think through their
2: knowledge and how much... um, I want to say that through their knowledge and what they've accomplished mm. yeah. puts them at a level okay. but they're not necessarily say handed an award i see yeah yeah but i think karen Pryor, her academy has come leaps and bounds i can see it eventually happening there yeah uh, um,
0: have you met those people
2: some of them some of them at um conferences, uh, s- conferences yeah, okay. and seminars but yeah. Mm, yeah. That's amazing. Like yeah. met them, autograph, that sort of thing. Oh
3: yeah. complimented me on my dog handling. Oh yeah. Ooh. Something I will never forget. Okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um but i think like there's there's definitely like certifications like you can get a certification like you did this chicken camp sort of thing and that's like an award for yourself Mm -hmm. or like we did our certifications um like the the testing and stuff and she's done like the fear-free and there's different sort of levels of achievements that you can you can get that just show basically you're committed to learning more because it is an unregulated industry so Uh, Um, but it's yeah. just showing
2: what we have done, maybe to possibly separate ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. from other people, and that's lots. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And I think you know, it's all about education. And I think about any career that people have, you're you never know everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're always learning, right. yeah. doing more education, mm-hmm. figuring out and new things, things. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Like the science changes and new things come to light and, you know, there's this stuff that you have to keep learning to keep up to date and make sure that we're providing the best possible service that we can to our own dogs and, and our clients.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one more question, Uh favorite dog character in any setting of like consumer content, like Pluto or like, you know, is there like a dog that's- who stood out when you were growing up?
3: I did love Balto as a you kid. You like Balto? I um, like Clifford, but I think my answer is uh, woods Chihuahua dog Bruiser.
0: Oh. <laughs> Get to look that up. I, I'm not familiar. i
2: Just
3: want, no?
0: I want to comprehend. Yeah, um, yeah. Mike's. I'm from a different with, uh, culture,
3: right?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I over there. <laughs> they they, they voice over if I see it then I probably recognize it yeah it's He's not actually a... even the movies they're called differently like home alone in German if yeah. I translate it it's called Kevin home alone oh it's told it's uh, like okay. they don't call the name the 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 same oh so weird. yeah
2: in this movie she basically carries around this chihuahua okay. either in her bag or purse. But she's
3: smart and she's accomplished
0: Mm, okay,
2: I
3: think it's a he, babe. No, the human. Oh,
4: and
0: she
2: carries. Okay, I thought Valker we were talking about the
0: dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got it all clarified now. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Look up uh, Anne Marie's one.
2: Clifford.
3: Oh. I love Clifford. There's a new Clifford coming out. Yes. I think. Yeah, the is. live action. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. There's the is that live action there top left? I think that's the. Yeah. Oh there new. No, there's the big one. It's a lab. I. I would say so, and maybe that's why I really like him. But he kind of looks like a golden, but he's not golden. No. Oh. But he's happy. He's smart.
0: Oh, he has a corgi. He has his best friend. Social,
2: yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. One of them.
2: But anyway, they used to have when I was younger. They had a, t- a show, like a cartoon or books. Yeah, yeah. I had, that the books. had read. Okay. Yeah.
0: I gotta check that out. Maybe get one for the kids.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah the books were fantastic. Were they? Yeah. Are they, are they? nice?
2: you should check out maybe the new uh there shouldn't be anything too scary for you is it out already is it i don't know
0: october the 14th that's a trailer just look up google release that might be not too specific yeah
2: i saw it oh. advertised but
0: uh can, yeah it must be out
1: Release date November 10th,
0: 2021. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Okay, cool. Made
1: yeah, 87.6 million.
3: So we will go watch that later. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there you go. Adopted from the book, Clifford, the red, the big red dog. Clifford, yeah. the big. And it's, red it's dog. like
2: adventures. He would go on. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And he lived on, I think it was an Island, wasn't it? They moved to an Island because he got so big. Oh, uh, yeah. He and never he, stops growing. Oh, yeah, does. or he grew, like, you can see the size of him there. And so they moved out of the city to this island, and wow. he would go on adventures, and uh, basically everybody knew him. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, in the description, it says he's a 10-foot hound. Okay. So it really makes me wonder, like, how tall is he when he's standing up?
2: Like, on his back feet. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could, like, stand up on top of the house there was at one point. Yeah.
0: I know we already a little bit over, and you don't have to answer this last question. But it just came to my mind. You know, there's people who feed the dog like a lot of meat, like raw meat or something. And then there's people who like, you know, say it's, it's like there's different dietary. Uh, it's almost like I don't know. Humans do that too, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. How
0: is that with your experience? And what would you, Larry, like have meant? You don't have to answer that question if you don't want <laughs>
2: to. She point to me, yeah. Um, I believe dogs are like people. Mm. And some dogs can eat grain, others can't. Some uh, dogs okay. um, need higher protein, others don't. Mm. So it's, you know, there's multiple different types of dog food, so nobody, I'm never gonna say one's the best for all dogs, All mm. right. So it's gonna depend on what's best okay. for your dog. And the way we look at it is the, if you're feeding the food, is the coat good? Do they have a lot of dandruff? Mm. Are their poops good? are they interested in eating it and sort of thing yeah. like that and unfortunately right now a lot of dogs over the past several years seem to be getting allergies oh. so that puts a whole nother that's crazy yep sort of kicker into it and there seems to be a lot of more food allergies out there and
0: like what kind of what would they get like a s- sniffy nose
2: um no it would be more gut upset oh,
0: okay yep. belly?
3: Or a lot of them get itchy, too. Itchy, yes. Ah.
2: So they get, like, red feet and ear infections. Wow. It's produced that way. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. I see that a lot of my, like, YouTube ads is, like, have you seen your dog's poop? Maybe you should go look at their gut.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Apparently, like, they have a hyperactive immune system or something.
2: I think a lot of (laughs) owners are quite obsessed with their dog's Mm. poop.
4: Oh, Yes.
2: It seems to be a topic of discussion in training classes. That's okay. Yeah, Thanks. and uh, you know, if a dog poops during class, then everybody's over there examining it. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's always I see you got the pedigree. You should, you should <laughs> go with the uh, the blue
0: label. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Or oh, it's a little bit this. Is oh, it's big. Oh, it's small. Well, yeah.
0: you know, with the kids, uh, we, I don't do every single diaper. i was gonna say are you
2: examining it
0: but we know you at least you ask i asked lisa hey did did casper poop today just like you know you make sure everything is flowing and everything is good yeah
2: yeah and you you can tell a lot about dietary habits right it's very true yes yeah i like that okay
0: anything else do are we good
3: we'll end on a on a poopy note
1: <laughs> awesome. I
0: tried not to. Lucas brought it up.
1: Yeah. That's just the way she, the the poo flows. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for watching. Please hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification so you see when uh when we have new guests on new episodes. He's good eh? that.
0: He's good. Wow. Lucas, nice. Applause. Hang on.
1: There we go. Oh, yeah. yeah, so uh check out the dog classroom on instagram on facebook all the links will be in the description down below and uh thank you
0: Emery. marie thank you so much for being on tonight and Welcome. amelia too thank it's, you it's, for having us it's a beautiful episode and you know i i learned a lot today and i'm glad that we have you here helping so many people in so many ways and dogs too Yeah, thank you thank, thank you, you. Look, see you, got us. you later
2: bye